Welcome to What Day Is Today, where we tell you what day it is today. today. Hey, we did it right. Also, I said what day is today correctly for the first time in weeks. <laughs> On the first one, but you also said what day it is today. <laughs> oh, you'll, fuck. You'll, you'll get it eventually. <laughs> yeah, what, it's only been like, what? 20 episodes? What, what are we on uh, right now? Pretty darn close. I think this one is episode 17, where we're celebrating October 25th. Alright, well, I promised to have it settled by episode 20, but until then, I'm just gonna say whatever the hell I want. <laughs> it's my podcast, I can do what I want. Damn right. Speaking of, today I feel like talking about National Greasy Food Day. My stomach is queasy from that, and you know why that's a problem. Uh, <laughs> National Sour... Oh, just regular Sourest Day. And then Chucky, the Notorious Killer Doll. Yay. And that's it. So many things we're celebrating today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we well, may as well get a Simpsons reference out of the way with the Chucky, the Notorious Killer Doll Day. Like, I've never actually seen the movie. I just watched that episode of The Simpsons where the crusty doll, they're like, oh, you messed up. You accidentally set this thing to evil. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I don't get... Chucky, like it's, I get, I get that it's creepy, but like, well, it's almost dumb. Halloween. Yeah, I, I mean, okay, maybe we're also being one of those like lame reviewers of stuff where we're like, I don't understand this thing that I've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, I don't get the appeal going into it, but maybe it is good. I have no idea. Well, I mean, if there was a movie called like Potato Chips, the movie, I might think like, okay, like. Why is everybody talking about potato chips? The movie. Well, it's great. It's about a bag of potato chips that that goes on a cross country journey. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, like I, I feel like I don't have to see it to just be like that seems dumb. <laughs> yeah. Then again, that's probably what I would have said about Thanks Killing, the greatest horror movie of all time. Oh, that movie was. Well, we also half heartedly watched it once. Oh, no, I've watched it four or five times. Oh, seriously? It doesn't get yeah. better. It's so good. Well, it's why don't so you tell dumb. about Thanksgiving? Uh, it is the most awful, campiest horror movie that like plays into all the tropes on purpose to be funny, and it works so well. It's, a, <laughs> it's about a well, bunch of kids. I feel like it's because they like are half-heartedly trying. Like, it's both very on the nose and not at all like it's self-aware and isn't yeah yeah a bunch of college kids are excited for thanksgiving break thanksgiving break <laughs> yeah and accidentally like awaken an ancient evil thanksgiving turkey that goes around and kills them all and it's amazing wait how did they awaken it i forget uh it's some sort of like ancient indian burial ground you know the usual <laughs> Yeah, and I, I love that, like, the group of friends doesn't even make sense. They're like, hey, why don't we go back to my hometown for Thanksgiving? Random hick character wearing a trucker hat and uh, uh, overalls. That sounds great. Hot jock character. What about you, hot, blonde, innocent girl and slut separately? <laughs> and me, the nerd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess the only thing they were missing was a black guy to die first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were so close to hitting all of the tropes. Didn't they kill the slut first? Uh, I think so. 
And I'm not saying she's a slut. She's a nice lady. But like, you know, according to the the trope, uh, that that's what her character was, because the way she dies is she's getting like fucked by somebody. Who Who is it? Do you remember? Uh, the hot jock dude. <laughs> oh, the, oh, well, I thought the hot jock dude was going to be a good guy. And like, oh, wait, wait, did he die first? Uh, I think so. But I think, yeah, I think they, were they wouldn't kill the them trope. both at the same time. No, I think they were playing on the trope where the couple always like goes off to make out and then they end up dying because they're dumb and they split away from everybody else. Oh, I guess that makes sense, because I was thinking I was like the hot jock guy should have like been chasing after the innocent, super hot blonde bombshell. And in the end, like he sacrifices himself for her is what normally I would assume would have happened. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we have. Oh yeah, half of these now. Oh yeah, we. I'm not a slasher movie guy, but yeah. Okay, now I remember. What happens is, the hot jock guy is sleeping with the slut at some like house party or something, and then the turkey, which is like a really cheap puppet, (laughs) and speaks English, uh, sneaks up behind him like while he's like pumping, and then like slits his throat. But like, I, I think it's like doggy style. Yeah, it's like doggy style or something, so she can't see. And then he like Houdini's in and starts like the the turkey, the evil turkey puppet <laughs> starts banging the slut. And then he finishes, and you get to see the turkey's like gobble gobble face. And he says, <laughs> That's what "We're calling it now." <laughs> <laughs> From now on, always. Yeah, the turkey says, as he finishes, he says, Oh, you've just been stuffed. And then she screams. And she screams as she turns around. And then he, like, the turkey murders the slut character after stuffing her. Yeah, so if you want to see the the worst and best horror movie of all time, Thanksgiving is the way to go. Thanksgiving break, you know. Every Thanksgiving, I always, always yell that, like Thanksgiving break. Woo! Me too. Yeah. So if you want to celebrate Chucky the Notorious Killer Doll Day, celebrate it by watching a different movie that's worse and better at the same time. I know because I totally haven't watched the movie. (laughs) Well, I feel like Chucky uh, is kind of like similar tongue-in-cheek supposed to be like half satire and then it made a bunch of money and then they made that movie for cheap so they made like 50 more of them just like saw but like i feel like it was supposed to be kind of satire and then they made a hit and made more so it's probably up the same alley as thanksgiving yeah that would make sense trust us we've totally watched we've we've totally watched the movie i mean hey I, i i haven't read most classic books like i've never and all or or poems like i've I've never read um uh the raven by edgar Allan poe but you'd best believe i know all about it because simpsons did an episode on it <laughs> yeah the raven's pretty sweet po- yeah I, I think poe wrote some really good stuff i remember the cask of amontillado or oh, whatever that it was like sick yeah yeah i remember that being good yeah yeah, for people that want to celebrate Halloween coming up, definitely read Cask of Amontillado or anything by Poe. He's so awesome. His work is so awesome. He seemed yes. like a sissy. Yeah, let, let me retract that. He seemed like a nightmare person, but his work is great. <laughs> yeah, he's like, 
He seems like the worst person to have have a crush on you. Yeah, especially if you're his cousin who he married. Tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, he... He married his cousin. Oh, gosh, I do not know enough about this to be talking about it, uh, but I'm pretty sure she like. Immediate... That's never stopped me before. <laughs> right. what, unlike Chuck, Chucky, the notorious killer doll. Yeah, which I know about all everywhere. about. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about something that I actually kind of respect here. Um, Marrying your cousin? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, Poe, or at least Poe's work. I, well, OK, I also heard recently and. Don't take action on this, but I heard having like a kid with your cousin is actually like not particularly likely to produce birth defects like that. It's it's more so like, let's say if there's like a two percent chance, I think it's something like a four percent chance or maybe like a three percent chance Mm -hmm. if you do it with your first cousin. But I thought it would have been like a 30 to 40 percent chance if you get with your first cousin (laughs) of problems. I'm pretty sure that it's just like compounding effect if like multiple generations do it oh so we'd be we'd be fine <laughs> yeah so you can be the one as long as your kids don't follow in your footsteps man too bad we don't have any hot cousins <laughs> in fact i don't do we have any female cousins yeah we have a few of them <laughs> oh yeah i guess we do <laughs> i don't like I was, man that shows how little we see dad's side of the family yeah <laughs> I was like, no, we don't. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot we do have female cousins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, stay away from in, this, in a very weird situation where I'm like, I don't want to, like, call our cousins attractive. But I also want to be like, hey, we don't have ugly cousins. We have. I mean, we have. OK, how about this? We have female cousins. Not going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. pointing out an interesting, fun fact that I learned recently. <laughs> oh, man. You're so, a married man, B. Stop talking about our potentially attractive female cousins. <laughs> our cousins who may or may not be attractive. Yeah, I don't think they're attractive, but also I don't want to be rude. So, like, I, they're good for them. You know, they're, they're, they're pretty. They're great. You know, just in case they listen to this. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> what a weird, weird what a what a situ- damn it, Chucky! I hate Chucky thirteen. It was all about cousins, probably because <laughs> I've totally seen it. So I do want to point out the fact that like their marketing somehow worked despite having just terrible names. Like the name of the movie is Child's Play, but like nobody remembers that. They always remember, oh, yeah, Chucky, you know, like the doll that kills people. Yeah, I guess they should have just named it Chucky. Yeah. Were any of them named Chucky? Or was it they were all like Child's Play 11? I th- I think there was the first one was Child's Play. And then they might have moved on and been like, oh, wait, this is successful. And people only know it as, you know, that movie with Chucky in it. So they started calling him like Bride of Chucky and Son of Chucky. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, OK. Also, that's another question with that. Like, I mean, I get that you can't kill him and he's like an unstoppable force. Okay, there was a movie called like It Follows or something, and mm-hmm. it was something to do with like either uh, like PTSD from predatory stuff or something sexual. Okay, I, I think it was like an allegory for uh, 
uh, like rape or the awfulness that's caused by that or like something with STDs, just just the whole thing being bad. It was called It Follows. Never actually watched it, but the idea is that it's this like presence that's just constantly following you. And once it gets you, it gets you. But it doesn't like run after you. It just like walks slowly towards you 100 percent of the time and you're never rid of it. Yeah. Um, and Chucky kind of feels that way where it's on. Un- it's unstoppable, but also like, I don't know, like punt that shit. Like <laughs> it's a doll. Right? It's a doll. Like, yeah, it has a knife, but like, dude, uh, I got golf clubs. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure, shooting, it's not going to do a lot, but like, you know, giving it a good old, give it a good four, like, you know, <laughs> that'll, that'll buy you a couple hours. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess we gotta watch to find out what the deal is. Do we? Do we have to watch it? I mean, we're not going to. <laughs> oh no, this is zero percent. That's a movie. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm never gonna watch that movie ever. Yeah, I I will very likely never watch that movie. Also, so celebrate today. <laughs> yeah, by not watching that movie. Also, don't marry your first cousin because that could cause problems down the road once that gets cool, you know, and then other people do it. Yeah, it won't be a problem for you or anybody that you know, but, you know. Yeah, but it'll be the time after that. <laughs> it won't get you this time or the <laughs> next time. <laughs> but it follows. But it follows. <laughs> wow. Maybe that's what the movie was about. It was incest. It was incest. Generational incest. <laughs> it won't get you. Maybe not today, but maybe not tomorrow. <laughs> Or the next day. day. Or the next the day. day. <laughs> or the next day. Oh. So. Uh, did, so. Okay, did you watch Squid Games? I watched a little bit of it. Did we I talk just, about that last week? Uh, we talked about it off air. I, t- I watched the oh, okay. first episode. Yeah. And you didn't watch anymore? No. No, I wasn't super into oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I, I told you the rest. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's but decent not... Halloween watching. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, like it's. It's really well made and all that. It's just I'm not that into most horror. Yeah, and you can kind of see the twist coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I like movies like Sixth Sense, where it's like it's not really horror, but like it's got some spooky stuff. I, th- I well, I, I felt that way about Squid Games, where it was like mostly a thriller. There was like some gore, but it wasn't like particularly egregious. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. Um. Oh, but as long as we're talking about spoopy stuff, uh, I went to a, an escape the room oh, yeah. thing yesterday. Yeah, tell me about that. So, I'm like, okay, I feel like maybe they're just trying to like stroke my ego here, but there were four levels of them, and it was actually a pretty big place. There were four levels of them, and we did the hardest one. I went with Sabra. It's a gal, gal I've been seeing. She's a little sweetie pie. And uh, we communicated well, which was nice. Uh, but uh, we did the hardest one because that's the only one that was available. And I was like, I don't know how these work. So, like, you know, I'm clever. I can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. It turns out, yeah, I'm smart as shit, man. Like, <laughs> so the, the, what I'm wondering is, like, if they're stroking out, you go, A, by saying it's the hardest, and B, by uh, saying that, the completion rate in the hour that you have is well i think actually it was 45 minutes for ours but the completion rate is uh 22 percent. so that means 
88% of people fail. Yeah, oh, sorry, you, uh, 78%. You would be very surprised. Yeah, I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm great at math. Uh, yeah, you'd be very surprised at how accurate those sound. Yeah, dude, I beat the shit out of that thing. Like, killed it. I'm the yeah. man. Yeah, there's... Oh. It's a, People have a surprisingly hard time with those things. Is it because everyone's kind of dumb? Like... Because it takes a lot of problem solving. Like, it's like, okay, it, it was hard to find, like, the next task because everything was vague. And also the second half was literally in the pitch black darkness and just kind of, like, feeling around in the dark oh, and in holes in the wall. Yeah, 30 minutes of the hour was pitch black on my hands and knees. Feeling like I had to put together a... There were letters on the wall like three letters on the wall well maybe like five letters on the wall and then i had eight letters that i had to like find that were on the ground they were like wood wood panels wood blocks basically yeah that i had to feel the letters and then put those on the wall the the, the five that were on the wall were like it was like okay there's a three letter word a two letter word a six-letter word, and then, like, a five-letter word, and it would be, like, the, thir the third word that's, like, six letters. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was six letters. Had an O as the third letter. And I'm like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've got two Ks, I've got an S, I've got a C, and I've got an R. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> the fun of... Picking up somebody's half-done crossword puzzle in the dark. <laughs> yeah, in the pitch block, and you can't be, like, positive. I'm like, that definitely feels like an R, but, like, I don't know what an R feels like. <laughs> I've never felt an R before. <laughs> I've never, yeah, even, uh, even blind people don't feel an R. They feel Braille. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, people... I wonder if it's just because, like, you and I... I'm sure you think the same way that I do when you go in there, and you're like, okay... This is a puzzle made by a person, and I'm coming at it like from the perspective of the person that makes the puzzle. What would make sense? Yes. Uh, when other people generally go into those things completely immersed and, be and being like, "Oh my gosh, I'm in this ancient mummy's tomb, and the mummy just its casket opened up, and it's got these things that I need to find <laughs> a place where they go." <laughs> and people yeah. get like too immersed in it to where they can't—they're not like thinking strategically okay yeah here, here, that's this is a perfect example of that so at the very beginning we're like in the wine cellar and also it was it was kind of obnoxious the, the the lady that was helping us out was like very sweet but also she wouldn't stop with her fucking english accent side note why the fuck would you have an english accent in new orleans in like the early 1900s like that was the shtick it's like I, I i made fun of her at the beginning when she was going over the rules i was like okay like in my head i'm like okay i appreciate your in character but also Wow, what are you what are you doing in New Orleans? There's not a whole lot of Brits out this way in early 1900. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, you know, of course, it's a oh oh, oh my god." Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the Creole? <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you're, I mean, you can be like fancy. Anyway, that was goofy. But okay, so the thing you were talking about. So we go into the wine cellar, and there's a bunch of bottles with letters on the cork on top. And then on the front of them, they had uh, the year, 
and also they're written in a language of some country. One was like Germany, one was Argentina, which that was weird to figure that out. Because um, some of them said Argentina on them, others were in Spanish. Uh, and then there were there was like United States or whatever. So anyway, um, the first thing I do is I'm like, okay, there's a bunch of loose bottles, so like you got to do something with those, right? If if it was an actual place where I was like trying to find a secret trapdoor, I would have never thought of that. But like you said, it's a puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what objects do I have to interact with? Great. So I take all the bottles. And at first, I'm like, okay, let me put all the letters together. Turns out, then I look at the label, I'm like, no, wait, these have a specific year. And then there's a rack that has a year. Okay, then I'm, okay, the letters are going to end up spelling something. All right, I'm getting it. But at first, I was trying to put all of the E's, because it was on the wall, an E and Moss between the bricks. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'll put all the E's in this rack. And I put three of them in there, and I've got six bottles, which is how many bottles that thing would hold. Yeah. But I can put three upright and then three the opposite direction. And I start to do that. I'm like, no, that's going to fall out and break. So, like, they wouldn't do that. I thought maybe, yeah, I thought maybe there was, like, RFID chips and I'll put all the E's over there and then I'll put all the S's over there or whatever it is. I was like, no, they wouldn't do that because it would break. And this is a puzzle that someone made so (laughs) that people couldn't break it. Yeah. So I actually, like, helped a friend open an escape room like I, i've built an escape room a couple of them before yeah uh, yeah so and, i wanted to hear about that yeah it's it was so much fun like it was Dude, those things are so cool oh my gosh it's 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 like magic it's the most magical thing i've ever experienced it's everything i want in a board game night yeah but, but fun. not a stupid board game night <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh if if you guys haven't done an escape room please go do one it's unbelievable they're for, the- they're for theater kids and goobers but like it's the best thing that a theater kid and a goober has to offer like it's how would i say this um it's like going to the theater but interactive and not boring <laughs> uh yeah it's it's really something special like I'm not going to go into like the ways that things actually do work because that totally ruins ruins it for people. Uh, but like you will feel like everything's magic because you'll like put a chess piece onto the right spot in a chessboard where like you checkmate the other player like, as the board is set up, and magically a door will open on its own because you put the chess piece in the right spot. Like it's so cool. Well, that's what, that's what I was about to ask about. So I noticed, as far as I could tell when I was first looking, there was like a little shiny metal situation on the top, the bottom of some of these bottles, and I was supposed to put them in like a certain area, and then it opened the trap door, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking, like, because Sabro was like, just rubbing it against the wall. She's like, maybe they're magnetic. I was like, uh, I don't think so, but you're welcome to try what you're going to try. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm going to try some <laughs> stupid shit. Yeah. Uh, but... The thing that was confusing was John, when you guys did your thing, had a lot of Raspberry Pis and RFID chips, as far as I can tell. Uh, yeah, he also used a lot of magnets. So that, it is really common to have magnets on things. That's just well. So you have to. So be... here's the thing that's different about this one: we had the lady running things, and clearly she pushed the button on stuff. Like none of it was automatic. Oh, really? all of it was. Yeah, I could clearly tell that. Like. 
she had made a mistake on one of them where like we'd figured out two of the bottles and she just like opened it up for us and all oh was, no like, and i had almost like i was i was about to figure out the third one uh in a second like it was gonna be no problem but she opened it and i was like she did that early <laughs> oh man that's a bummer because yeah um for people in the sacramento area uh, go to Enchambered. it's is it still there yeah, it's like it's one that people go to from like out of state. It's so good. Oh, damn! I wish I, yeah, I wish it, I could go. It's pretty incredible. Next time you're around, let's go because it's awesome. Dude, oh, I, and, I was super. Yeah, go for it. And for also for people that think like, oh, I don't want to go because I'm not into like scary stuff. Most escape rooms are not actually like scary themed. Yeah, this this one wasn't particularly horror themed. It was just kind of like. The way the place was decorated was old New Orleans, so there was just like Halloween cobwebs everywhere, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, lots of Victorian furniture. Uh, and also half of it was literally in the pitch black, which I don't think is normal and was a little disappointing because like the theming was really cool in the first one. And then, yeah, that sounds like uh, they were like, oh, shoot, we got to open this thing up and start making some money and we don't want to decorate the second room. <laughs> Yeah, well, okay, also the second room, like, the theming didn't really make sense. The theming at the beginning was great, and then the second half, I was like, okay, I get that the idea is... So the whole concept was, it's the smuggler's den, right? So find your way into the smuggler's den through the wine cellar. Like, all right, it was a little goofy and convoluted, but, you know, we then we crawl on our hands and knees through the little thing. Then we pop out the other side, and it's just pitch black. It's like, well, I hope there's a third room, because... Being in the dark sucks. We were in the dark for 35 minutes, man. Jeez. Yeah, that's a lot. And like time. literally crawling around on our hands and knees, trying not to bump into each other too hard. So when you said that for the first time that you were like in the dark for 30 minutes, I'm like, man, I really hope he was just talking about how smart he is and that he missed like the puzzle that turns on the light. And I was in the dark, metaphorically. No, I was literally in the pitch black for 35 minutes, crawling around on my hands and knees, like trying to feel words and spell them out by feeling <laughs> oh my gosh and then there were just like cubes like I, I, like you said earlier i just knew it was a puzzle like my objective made no sense at, thematically it was just yeah. like i just know i need to do a bunch of shit until i get out of this room so i was feeling <laughs> around I'm like there's a chain okay there's a lock over here that means there's probably a key somewhere it's like okay there's a key on the end of this chain i probably have to feed that over there just like feel it every wall to be like all right there's just a bunch of shit I'm just going to mess with this shit until stuff happens. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But, and people get really fixated on like one clue and it'll be yeah, like, bro. to the point where people will be like spending 15 minutes on the same clue that like doesn't actually give you enough info and you need something else in the room to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So it, like, people are real bad. <laughs> it, it feels it feels like a living adventure game, which also I feel like clearly we need to be more consistent oh i need to be more, more consistent on my timing to do this but i want to do like mostly walking and do adventure games oh, i took a minute i i would love to do that i think we should we should start streaming some old school adventure games because yeah. yeah escape rooms feel exactly like old school adventure point and click games where it's like yeah you, 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 you gotta butter. give a mint to the yeah <laughs> you need to trade yeah. the, something to the chef for butter and then you use that butter like an hour later on a door to make it not squeaky so you can sneak into a room <laughs> yeah. and you sneak in the room to grab a mint to put under <laughs> someone's pillow and then somehow you become king <laughs> yeah you become the tooth fairy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's very convoluted and silly but also i understand that like it was just like the adventure games where you're like okay 
I'm just gonna brute force this and be like, okay, give the guard a mint, give the guard butter, use butter on door. Oh, it worked. Great. Moving on. Why did it <laughs> yeah. work? I don't give a shit. I just know. <laughs> I have a I new clue to figure out. I don't have time to think about why the butter worked. <laughs> Moving on. Just I like gotta be smarter things. than 75% of people. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I'm smarter than 78% of people. Thank you very Ooh. much. Yeah. Oh. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty <laughs> proud of myself. Oh, yeah, so go to an escape room. It's not National Escape Room Day, but make it National Escape Room Day. because As like we say awesome. every week, go to an escape room. But we got two other things to talk about. Uh, which, which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, so let's let's talk a little bit about Sourist today, which I think is hilarious. Um, yeah, is it so, supposed to be about the food or the... So the... everywhere that you look online to look up stuff about Sourist Day, they're all like, eat lemons, I guess. Like, everybody's confused about this one, except... Oh, it follows the heels of Sweetest Day. <laughs> yeah, except... Uh, I feel like you you might actually have some stuff to talk about with this one, because turns out that's not what it like originally was made as according to our best resource yeah um, if life is giving you lemons or you feel like a grumpy gus this day is for you <laughs> so what happened is some dude from ann arbor michigan uh <laughs> made up this holiday just to celebrate his buddy whose last name was sour and so he's Wait, like, what? this is this is the sourest day of the year. We're going to celebrate our buddy, Mr. Sour. <laughs> and it reminds me of your buddy who you have. Oh, John F. Day? Holland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. OK, guys, we're going to celebrate John F. Day in December. It's the greatest day of all time. I'm putting John's dirty laundry out here. So John F. I'm Mr. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So his uh, his last name starts with F and ends with a Lemister. Um, he didn't get laid for a year and a half, and I could be butchering this story, but I think it's close. Um, and his buddies found out, and they were like, "What? How long's it been? A year and a half?" He's they're like, "Whoa!" So then he ended up finding a wonderful lady. And they did their dirty, dirty business, and uh, those same friends found out like a week later, and they're like, "Oh my God, we gotta, we gotta celebrate, man! We gotta throw a party!" And John was like, "Please don't do that!" And so they threw a big party, <laughs> uh, and it's been going five years strong now. And his mom actually throws the party now, and I don't think she's aware of why John F. Day is. I think she just thinks it's his half birthday or something. <laughs> but his mom's awesome. the coolest lady in the world, uh, and so we all throw a giant rager like. We had a, a big fancy dinner. We run around in a in a party bus, and we just get obliterated. Like fifty of us every uh, like second week of December. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> oh yeah, New Orleans is the stupidest city in the world, and unfortunately, it looks like it's very possible. I'm gonna miss John F. Day, which is gonna make me very upset. I might miss it by a week. Oh, uh, it looks like oh, Puerto man. Rico is. I mean, we'll we'll see about the exact timing, but that would be a total bummer. Dang, yeah, you might be in Puerto Rico by then. That would be a huge bummer. That would be Mui Mal. Yeah, you, it would make you into a sourpuss. Uh, it would make me into a como se dice sourpuss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, have you been brushing up on your Spanish? 
Uh, I literally watched an episode of Dora the Explorer. <laughs> Lord, I wanted to text my boss preparing. and be like, "This is all I'm watching for the next month." Oh my gosh, you're the worst at preparing for anything. <laughs> LB, it's because I don't prepare for things that I get opportunities like this thrust into my lap. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's the reason. Yeah, not divine that's... intervention. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, a lack of preparation. <laughs> Specifically that and that alone. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, hey, don't be sour on this sourest <laughs> of days. Yeah, sourest day, um, I like the real reason better. Because, like, sour food's awesome. It's, like, sour candy is the best candy. Eh, I like gummies. Yeah. But oh, sour gummies. Yeah, exactly. See, sour gummies are the best gummies. Except, oh my god, Sour Patch Kids are oh. like Logan's hangover thing. Like on <laughs> on his hangover Sundays, he just what? gets like a a giant bag of Sour Patch Kids and just like sits in his scrubs with his glasses on and just munch, 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 munch. <laughs> I I can't imagine because so for me when I get hungover, it's not like I rarely have a headache, but I'm usually real nauseous. So mm. I don't understand people's like hangover food because i want to eat nothing oh bro okay i don't want a burger but i want french fries yeah speaking of national greasy food day perfect segue uh yeah yeah i don't i don't get it like if someone were to be like hey have this burrito or like this burger or oh, this hot dog or something awesome. it's damn like, it it's 10 i can't <laughs> go get a burrito <laughs> you don't have oh, wait. like the california um, like gas station taco trucks that are open till like 2 a.m. No, the, the the worst thing about New Orleans, you might think it's the hurricanes and the garbage <laughs> city planning. No, it's the <laughs> lack of me like the Mexican food here is garbage. Oh. And when I so, said mm, burrito, I'm like, oh, is Chipotle open to 11? Oh, that is sad. <laughs> nope. 10 p.m. I am burrito list tonight, it seems. What the heck? Yeah, Chipotle's super weird with their hours. Like, they open at, like, 10 a.m. and close at 10 p.m. Yeah, that's stupid. Why would they be open for lunch and dinner and that's it? Yeah, everybody knows you want a Chipotle burrito at, like, 1 a.m. Actually, okay, I take that back. I'm, you're totally right. They should 100% be open, like... Super late. Yeah, yeah, that, it's, it's like when uh, Jack in the Box leaned into their... Uh, oh, I love it. Yeah, Jack in the Box leaned into the fact that their only customers are stoners. So well, they're like, yeah. the late night munchy meal. Yeah, speaking of the greasiest food ever, have oh you seen God. those Monster late tacos. night munchy meals? I, oh, I ate them on oh, many occasions because that was the only thing open in San Jose past <laughs> 10 p.m. They're some of the most like wonderful creations fast food has ever made. Like the oh, sriracha dude, so curly fry burger. Oh, I didn't know. I haven't seen their, their new situation oh no their, their munchy meals are like awesome i don't know if you just got like the cheap crappy stuff but like they're actual like specifically marketed as munchy meals that they only oh. serve H have you not heard of these no well i no. so back when i had munchy meals this was like four or five years ago it was things like um like they had like a pretzel bun chicken sandwich that sucked but hey man i was hungry and it was 1 a.m <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you said they got a sriracha onion fry oh. burger? Oh, man. Yeah, so they have these meals that they only will serve 
people from I think midnight to four a.m. Between the hours of midnight and two (laughs) a.m. Yeah, yeah. So they only serve it during high noon. (laughs) It's it's straight up, dude. Where's my car? Between midnight and two (laughs) a.m. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And they're just like the most obvious stoner creations ever. It's like a cheeseburger with sriracha and curly fries on it. Uh, and you also get like two tacos and then half and half regular fries and curly fries on the side. Oh, half and half fries. Yeah. 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 Like Jack in the Box is one of my favorite fast food places. Like if only just for the creativity. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it sounds like they I'm surprised they didn't invent the Doritos Locos taco. Yeah, me too. Because they, they also are the only place that has like all the weird stuff like you can get egg rolls and churros yeah like yeah that's okay jack in the box what a stupid fast food restaurant jack in the box is none of it's jack in the box is the best fast food restaurant oh my god california's getting to you no everyone like shane and chad says jack in the box is the best jack in the box is terrible yeah of course it's terrible like it's not good but like i think it is the best at being fast food Okay, you know what? In the same way that Mortal Kombat's the best of being a video game, where it's just like, fuck it, we're the video gamest video game that's ever been. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Back in the Box just, is like, fuck it, fast food. It's the perfect place that you get to go and get like a burger, a teriyaki bowl, some egg rolls, a churro, a taco, and mozzarella sticks. Oh my god, I want that right now. All those yeah. things. And you can get them immediately for cheap. It's oh, but the problem is, but they're all bad versions of all of those things. It's like yeah. Applebee's. Yeah, it's fast food. It's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be garbage food that you get quick and you can get just like random trashy food. Uh, it, It's <laughs> like everything that Taco Bell used to be. <laughs> I suppose you're right. But like normally when I want fast food, I want a burger. And... Usually it tends to be McDonald's because that's what's available. No, nah, actually, okay. There's like there's tiers of it. Jack in the Box and McDonald's and all those and Burger King are at the very bottom. Yeah. And then one step above that is like th- there's the step above that which is like In and Out, Five Guys. Even though I think Five Guys sucks, it's like in the same tier, like concept wise. Shake Shack. Right. And Chipotle is kind of in there. Panda Express is kind of in there. There's like yeah. tiers of fast food. Oh, and then you have the middle ones like the Carl's Juniors and the Wendy's that are like. Yeah, Car- but Carl's Jr. and Wendy's like I n- never want to go, you know, because they're like, why would I go to this like half step up? Yeah, that's true. Wendy's is actually pretty good, but you're right. It's it's not like an in and out or a Chipotle or a Panda. Yeah, what, the, what the hell are you doing, Sonic? Um, yeah, I'm okay. I don't know yeah. what Sonic is all about. I've been there like twice. <laughs> yeah, it's a bigger thing here in the South. Like, I guess, uh, like John and Logan used to go there all the time in Monroe. And I forget, like, they always get something. It's not an egg roll, but it's something like that where they're like, oh man, you got to get the whatever. And it's, I don't know, man, it's gross. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it kind of reminds me of the half step up from Jack in the Box where it's just like you can get like fast ch- trash there. <laughs> Yeah, they've got cherry limeade. That's good. Yeah, their weird slushies are pretty good. Yeah. Um. Uh. Do, do you remember speaking of uh speaking of Wendy's? 
Do you remember when we were driving through like yes. Monument Valley or whatever it was? I, I think about Got Baconator this. Jr. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to talk about the fries thing from when you were like in elementary school. But also, yes, I do remember when we got uh, Baconator Juniors in Moab and they were awful. the saltiest thing that I've ever had in my entire life. They were disgusting. It was so bad, which is so sad because Wendy's is usually actually surprisingly good. Well, so that surprises me because I haven't been at Wendy's since because I was like, that was the worst experience I've ever had. Yeah, yeah, like their spicy chicken sandwich is like almost as good as Chick-fil-A. I don't believe that for a second. Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich is second only to Popeye's chicken sandwich. Only if you're in Louisiana. It's terrible anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't say it lightly because I love Chick-fil-A. Oh my God, Chick-fil-A is so good. Oh, I don't know what their ranch is made out of, but like it's... I I actually like I eat a spoonful of it. <laughs> like, I mean, those those, those waffle, waffle fries are definitely just like spoons for just spooning ranch in your mouth. Oh, uh, that's made with the tears of political activists. Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 OK. Political hot take. Yeah, I know. I know you hate this. Um did you hear about uh, in, in and out in San Francisco yesterday? Oh, I I did. Yes. Yeah. So way, way to stand up in and out. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Whataburger. You, you guys, you guys keep acting like you're such big shots. Uh, Whataburger's fine. It's okay. It's like a step up from Wendy's. I, I guess it's in the same camp as like Five Guys, where some weirdos say it's great, but yeah, it's fine. But it's a place where you have to ask for cheese like a psycho. Oh, God, yeah, nobody, well, uh, well, in and out, you have to ask for cheese, they have hamburgers, too. Well, no, but you say a hamburger, but if you're, no. yeah, can can I get a burger? They will give you oh, a you're cheeseburger. Right. They default to cheese, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, because number one is a double-double, number two, I think, is a hamburger, and number three is a cheeseburger with, like, one patty, and everybody just gets number one. Oh, yeah, of course. Because it's the best. It's the perfect amount of everything. Oh, in and outs so good. <laughs> in and out is so, so good. It's the only good thing that has ever come out of California, including myself. <laughs> the, the one thing that is a bummer is their fries kind of suck. Like, they're like, oh, they're fresh, and like they're cut right there and fried right there immediately. But they're still... Name good. a better fast food fry. Get them, get them well done, and they're actually pretty good. Uh, I can name many better fast food fries. Name three better fast food fries. McDonald's. No. They're weird. McDonald's they're like their fries own. are so good. They're totally McDonald's their own fries thing. are like comparing Lay's potato chips to like fries. Like they're they're two different things. They're very McDonald's different. fries are their own like weird cardboardy, but like in a good way, flavored with this like weird McDonald's flavored salt. Uh yeah. Uh they're way different, but also some of the best fast food fries ever. Um, next I, to I feel like they're inconsistent. The other actual, uh, I can't decide which one's actually the best between the next two, and that's okay. Arby's curly fries, which are phenomenal. Yeah, those are pretty good. But then you have to eat at Arby's, which is surprisingly not that bad for the how not much according to the Simpsons, them. right? <laughs> they're, they're starving on the island. They're like. I'm so hungry, I could eat at Arby's. Everyone goes, oh my god. <laughs> he must be so hungry. <laughs> yeah. But no, their curly fries are un- like they're out of this world. They're so good. And whatever, whatever the hell horsey sauce is, it's not bad either. Uh, and then on par with how great Arby's curly fries are is 
wing stop fries. Mm. Oh, they're so good. Uh, so the closest in and out. So wing stops not fast food. It's so fast food. It's it's. No, it's wait, wing, I would say wing stop is like proto chilies. <laughs> it's not anything like chilies. Also, chilies is horrific. Name three so ways bad. it's not like chilies. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Brads and Freed's top three reasons why Wingstop is not chili. <laughs> starting <laughs> with number three. Oh my god! So the the cl- top three reasons oh why Wingstop is not chili. The closest in and out to Sacramento Boo! is over in Arden or not Arden? Sorry, West Sac. Uh, and immediately next to it is a Wingstop. I mean, Proto Chili's. <laughs> Yeah, so next to it's basically chili. <laughs> I was oh, hoping you were saying, like, well, the top three reason is there's a wing stop right next to a chili, so it's not that. And I was ready to counter with, yeah, but maybe they're sharing a wall because they're the same place. <laughs> wing stop, son of chilies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we could, we could have a collaboration for t shirts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the best thing is going to that in and out. Going through the drive-thru and grabbing yourself a couple burgers with some friends, and then immediately going over to the wing stop right next to it for actual good fries. Oh my god, I want wings so bad right now. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I oh. I went to Chili's for the first time in many, many, many years because Shorty and I had a gift card. <laughs> that was to Chili's. Yeah, that was the worst meal I've had in many, many, many years. Yeah, Chili's is really bad. Although, I, probably because the last time I had gone to Chili's was many years before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, okay, something I feel bad about is uh, Natalie has, like, a weird, uh, like, nostalgic connection to Chili's with her family. Because I don't know, like, her family got along. I know, right? <laughs> That's a tragic childhood. <laughs> So her family got along and like it didn't seem as tragic as like it felt like emanating from her when she would talk about it. Yeah. But uh she would say that like I think her dad never knew like where he wanted to eat and his mom was always doing that, like, where do you want to eat? And she would be like, I don't know, wherever you feel like and then every time he'd be like, How about this place? She'd be like, No <laughs> to everything. <laughs> and so like their one thing that they could agree on for whatever reason was Chilies. So we'll both be disappointed. (laughs) That way, if I can't win, you can't win. (laughs) So she had these like happy family memories about like them as a group going to Chili's. And I was supposed to take her to Chili's and I just never wanted to go to the West Bank because the West Bank is the Chili's of Louisiana. (laughs) (laughs) This this, wing stop, the son of Chili's. I don't understand your take about Wingstop being anything like Chili's. Have you ever understood any of my takes? That's that's true. Your takes usually take some. Uh, hey, I haven't heard you name a single reason why Wingstop is not Chili's. <laughs> I feel like it's so. I gave you three opportunities. <laughs> See, my three reasons are I don't even have to say three times in a row because it's so evident. Now, if you were to say Applebee's, I might. I might be able to capitulate on that one. Oh my god, capitulate. Oh wow. See, the thing you is, I don't tell. believe you. You've never actually been to a Chili's if you use words like capitulate. I was just going to say, you can tell that I don't know what I'm talking about, because people that go to Applebee's don't use that word. 
They say things like, and, and, as they point to their gullet and just go, look at me actually knowing something about national holidays with our national holiday podcast. For National Wing Day, Applebee's last year did an all you can eat wings thing. Did they have to shut it down? And they didn't run it all year. They just did it like for around National Wing Day. Which I'm very upset about because wings are one of my favorite foods. Wait, why are you, why are you upset about them running a wing day? All... No, I'm upset that they don't have it all year round. Oh, so you went? No. <laughs> I... <laughs> no, that's the sad part. I missed it by like two days. Oh, when was it? Not, We're supposed not. to be the guys that know this. Yeah, it was it was on National Wing Day. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, you know. National. The hol- <laughs> yeah, the holiday that falls on Wing. July 29th, I think. <laughs> yeah, July 29th. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good old National Wing, obviously. Oh, it was first pro- pro- uh, proclaimed. In 1977 by Buffalo Mayor Stan Mikowski. That is such a perfect name of a mayor of Buffalo, New York. (laughs) And a guy who's like, I love wings. I'm Stan Mikowski. You can believe me. (laughs) When I say my last name, my jowls flap. (laughs) (laughs) I flap my little turkey arms as I'm saying, oh, it's wing day. Oh, boy. (laughs) All right, now I need to see who the, like, what the hell Stan Mikowski looks like. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're going to be disappointed. It can't possibly live up to our imaginations. Oh my god, if, if he's a... Uh... Oh my god, I really hope he has jowls. Nobody's bald <laughs> yeah. as shit. Oh wow, he runs in a long line of bald, bald... sack of garbage. He runs in a long line of bald politicians, such as Jimmy. Jimmy Fremden. <laughs> Okay, okay, that's also something I wonder if I... I wonder, like, if the reason there's so many bald politicians is because bald men are wildly insecure about it, and so they they need to, like, have powerful positions to be like, I'm desirable! I, my baldness doesn't hold me back, and baldness isn't even bad. My, my <laughs> wife also, says I'm it not looks bald. great. Yeah, also, also, I'm not bald. <laughs> so it wouldn't even matter if it was bad. Yeah. But it's also not. (laughs) Bald people totally do that. (laughs) They're like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with being bald, but also I'm not bald. Like, no, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for celebrating with us. October 25th, National Greasy Food Day, Sourest Day, and Chucky the Notorious Killer Doll Day. Join us November 1st when you guys are super hungover for National Authors Day, National Calzone Day, National Family Literacy Day, Fuck Libraries, and some other stuff. You name three of them. We got lots of them on November 1st, including National Cook for Your Pets Day, (laughs) National Vinegar Day, National Deep Fried Clams Day, National (laughs) Brush Day. Color, color the world, the orange world day, day, and job action job, day. Oh, just regular job action day. Uh, you know, as we say every week, all the Rudy do. As we say every week, 
Wingstop is baby chili. <laughs> Son of chilies. <laughs>